Go ahead, Ruben. Yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Ben's alongside Christina. We have the Spark of Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Bow, bow, bow. Episode 169 of the Spark of Podcast, baby. We are here for another week. Um, and we have a special guest in the building. But before I get to that, I just want to say if you are not subscribed to this podcast, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on all the things where we're at, everywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. And yeah, man, we're here for another week, Bans. How you feeling about that? You feeling like uh, we're not coordinated because I'm not wearing orange? Tell me the truth. I, I mean, you thought you was. Now, s- represent your side and rep your set right now. So, Whose so side are you on? Crying. Well, today I'm on. Wow. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Ashy knuckles on the buckle. You, you, you didn't read, you didn't read lotion, the memo. I have lotion, my nigga. I have lotion. That's crazy. You At the end of the day, the I'm going to go out like a I didn't even introduce you, so don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta I'm say kidding. I'm kidding. All right. <clears throat> so today's guest is uh, somebody who is very special in the community mm. because not only does she curate events, mm. she curates vibes, okay? Wow. Not only does she curate events and vibes, but she also collaborates with others, okay? And not only that, but she is professional. She showed up 10 minutes early. You're probably one of the earliest guests we have. Not even my own co-host will show up on time. Can't get this man to read a doc, show up on time. Why she do you dirty when you came here before I did? So stand up for your shit today. No, like, stand up for yourself. No, because no, he said no, because he tried to misrepresent me. He said that he's on your side today. The crazy I'm thing sorry, is you that didn't read the memo. Orange you and you're, mad, you're not a part of the tangerine crew. Does not mean that you didn't get your good <laughs> your orange in a, in a bunch. Hold on, tell me. You see the dog. blood that's on my veins right here. Dominicana. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same blood, and this man will never be loyal to me. At the end of the day, I have a cousin that doesn't even have the same blood. It doesn't matter if it's the same blood, different blood. We ain't gonna be cool if we ain't gonna be cool. Wow. But it's still gonna be my favorite buzzing. You know what? It's fine. It's still gonna be my favorite buzzing. It's fine. And you know he's still your favorite buzzing. He's not. You know my he's still your fucking cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that You're annoying Alright so the voice that you hear If you don't know that voice If you never heard that voice That voice is usually on a microphone Somewhere in the Providence area Massachusetts New York even Okay Talk your shit We're gonna talk about that We're gonna get into it I wanted to throw that He's so ghetto for that But let's get back to the situation at wow, hand. It's motherfucking I can't even logic. run my own pod right now How are you gonna introduce yourself? I thought you just said to I did you not You didn't Oh I'm so sorry No go ahead Talk distra- your shit This is how distracting <laughs> My orange team member is You see how we're now, just Now this is what happens When you have a guest In front of a microphone oh. <laughs> They don't know how to act So go ahead Introduce yourself You know what At the end of the day Frito-Lay with a bag of chips And some <laughs> dips At the end of the day Yo still intuitive logic Niggas is mad I'm getting glad <laughs> so the trash bag is taken out Every fucking Monday For Tuesday morning The fuck Like I said <laughs> I curate events I make them fly yeah. And that's the high Nah so, talk your shit <laughs> but um, yeah, my Don't, man for overexerting hey, the introduction. Hold up, hold up. He before, had me distracted. Before you go into that, where can they follow you? Um, at Intuitive Logic on Instagram. Intuitive spelled traditionally, Logic spelled L O G I Q. I'm not no basic bitch, so we're not spelling that with a C. Right. If you want to follow the business page, it's Cosmic yeah. Productions. Oof. Cosmic with a Q, mm. not with a C, because we ain't no basic team. Right. So right, um, right. you know how I lean. No soldier boy, and that's that on that. Oof. Tell them. <laughs> Wow. wow. You like that? That shit says some ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. I like that. <laughs> Bands, where can the people follow you? Rkim 
underscore imaging and the railroad bands PVD. Hey, actually, I just saw your name on a little uh Soul hey, Lounge recap. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just helping out. Wow, I'm just lending wow, wow. a hand. You know what's so crazy? You went there and didn't tell me you were going that night. I you know never say anything. Just I just show up. Wasn't she just talking shit to you? Now she wants to roll you see, deep with you, you somewhere. That's thing, my problem. Because the wishy washy ass Scorpio was always doing whoa, some fucking whoa, no, wait, some wait. fucking dirt in the paint. Stop. At the end of the day, Frito Lay, you either gonna like my cousin or fuck, or you just gonna slide off. No, he's your cousin. No, you're your cousin. cousin. So no, no, I'm no. speaking in your third party, third no, person existence. No, claim him, please. Because <laughs> I'm blocking him after today. No, she Believe didn't. that. No, she. You know, I've she blocked didn't. my cousin too. It really does happen. It is what it is. Before. I'm gonna unblock you maybe in a week from now, but you knew you was being dumb. This is, and he knows who he is. Chaotic to you, baby. This is absolutely chaotic. Okay. Make believe you're hosting right now. Talk your shit. Clean sing. Wow, we're like in the air. We be like, this is I don't have my fancy uh, Serato, but ladies, if you're listening to this on your way to work, give that car the business. Yo, hey, hey, you girl in the tight up skirt. You with the tight up, tight up. Yo, if you're coming with a tight up, hey, you girl in the tight up skirt. behind it. Speed up ten more beats to me out. Hey, you girl in the tight up blows. Every time you pop in, you get me out. Of the Sparkle Podcast, I am your host Christina Sev, and I'm here with my guy. Is he really my guy, though? I don't know. Uh, not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Tomorrow. Now, don't 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 try to text me tomorrow talking about some nothing. Don't send me nothing on Instagram. Don't do it because I'm gonna see it, and that's it. I'm not gonna respond. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't be hurt because of that. Oh. Well, he said he don't care. You no, guys no, no, are, you no, guys no, are no, literally no, like being my no, favorite cousin. Like, 
It's like, literally like this all the time. It's always going to be smoke until pop for comes sure. out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's never because he's gone. Rest, so God there's rest always going to be smoke. <laughs> I rest that case. All right. Can you please let me run my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Arrest me, officer. You ain't gotta tell me twice. We are here with Logic, um, who is a host, a curator, brand owner. What else you be doing? Did I leave anything out? I mean, she was saying Vanessa, Thirst Trapper. Wow, you're making me seem like a certified 2023 like scammer on the snatcher. This right here's a panty chopper. You, you got a resume. I don't have a resume for any of that. <laughs> However, um, nah, I've been seeing your thirst traps on the stories. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's start the interview right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I've even posted anything. So what are you really talking about? Like, let's really be serious. Where's now, the let's receipts? look at your story right now. Let's see what you there's got nothing on really on there. I promise you. You be thirst trapping? Not not as of recent. And when I would say, I wouldn't <laughs> call it thirst. I wouldn't call it thirst trapping per se. I would just say that there's <laughs> been a, there's been a pocket of time where I was really in my element. You know what I'm saying? And right, therefore, right. people had to feel the galactic cosmic energy that was wow. that was secreting out of the pores of the skin. Ooh. And therefore, the people who received it were receptive. Ooh. And okay, weren't neglective, and that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying a bunch of nothing. That's the crazy. That was really. If you really want to be poetic justice, that was a bunch of something. But I'll let you tell it. Whatever, man. Um, are you born and raised in Providence? Let the people know. No. Um, I was technically born in New York, but in terms of my upbringing, was half New York, half Rhode Island. Let me stop you right there. That's real shit, though. No, hold on. Let me stop you right there, real quick. Are you one of those people that's like, I'm from New York, but you came at like three years old? Tell me the truth. Nah. It was really born in New York and literally was like always like literally every single week like in and out of New York. So in a sense of like how Caribbeans were raised where it's like a really sheltered weekly day, like your only real experiences are like family gatherings and like weekends. Mm. And so no, literally, quite literally every other weekend was in Rhode Island in New York. Now I feel or that. like half of the week in Rhode Island in New York. So like I was raised like half and half. Okay. What part of New York? Long Island. Oof. Suburbs or like the dirty? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's mad Asians in Long Island though. Nah, there really is though. Um, but there's like a lot of family throughout um New York that we have though. But like, I wouldn't say suburbs, suburbs, but like a nice little like healthy, yeah, a nice little cusp, little healthy pocket. You know yeah, what Long saying? Island is a cute a little, little something, place. Something. Um, yeah, it's an interesting. You was place. you were raising the bucket. Tell the truth. In the Buckington, what's what's the bucket? The Pawtucket bucket or the like? What's what's the bucket? The Pawtucket bucket. Chill the fuck out. I was not raising nobody's budget. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's just some cities in Rhode Island. I don't care what none of y'all say. We we all have a different energy per the city. No, you that's can tell a fact. me what you want, but I know what the fuck I know. <laughs> and that's that. Like, that's a wait. fact. What's the energy in Pawtucket? Tell me. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to Pawtucket got like sketchy waters, sketchy niggas, and sketchy things. <laughs> and the only thing I can trust out of Pawtucket... Is some folks that I really know that are really like the like the pocket of folks that I'm just like you know what I would even had known you was in the bucket like that's how non bucket you are. Nah, you could trust D Spot too. Shout out to D Spot. Oh no, big fact. There's a couple of sneaky roses. You know, there's a couple of sneaky spots. I'm just saying in terms of like the pocket of people that like. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're saying. You don't gotta explain yourself, baby. If I go to some businesses in Pawtucket, there's a lot of good businesses that are doing like black and like Mm. people of color type of like inclusivity. So shout out to the. 
Mm-hmm. See, so like, yeah. yeah. So now there's some stuff, in, and they be doing some like festivals or like some like type of like outdoor stuff. Like, so why are you wearing your headphones like that? You feel cooler than us. I just want to be able to hear outside of myself and wow. inside of myself. Now, is that crazy. a problem for you? Now tell me how you. How and I know cool. someone's gonna look read, like watch this and be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" You heard what I said. Now what, school, um, what high school did you go to? Here you go. You're getting so government based. Nigga, this like, is an interview. Are you not that, our guest? Let that let that be in my future documentary when I'm really hustling. <laughs> and I'm an old geezer, fly off the fucking stages of TV, and I'm just like, all right, now I'm gonna let all y'all know what what everything. Oh, so is. you're trying to be like Quincy Jones? You know what? Back to the at the, the end of the day, shit? Motown Philly these hits. Like I said, um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. Ooh, why she always gotta be hating? Bro? This is my life every day with you. You know what? I'm gonna. I don't want to be friends you, with you anymore. Yet, yet you brought me as a guest, so clearly you enjoy my company. <laughs> Hello, I had to. You know why? Because since you don't want to talk about your childhood, I guess we'll. All go right, right, so here. I went to Cranston East, and so what you want to know? You're dusty as ever. What's wrong with that? Mm, I asked everybody. Nobody that. said there was anything wrong with that. Why are we getting all government based? What if one of one of the girlies want to know where you been at? The girlies knew where I was at, and they knew Ooh. I was dusty then, and was still bagging mm-hmm. biddies in a dubby fit. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas was just You was like J Cole, still bagging bitches. Big factory eyebrows thick. But no, nah, I was a dust bucket back then. You Child. had a unibrow? I might as Tell well have been from the bucket. Now I'm playing. <laughs> huh? You had a unibrow? A uni? Nah, niggas was never that busted. You're really teen. But don't get me wrong. There's some people that look really beautiful with a unibrow. <laughs> That's your shit? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> That's definitely not what I said. That's your type? What's mm. your type? Um. And be careful. You know what? I really had a joke lined up for that one, but I really had to be careful because I was about to say your mom's just because I'm just a fucking clown. <laughs> but I was like, wow, damn, your mom really be watching cool. this and she's really one of them niggas, so I really can't be talking shit about one of them fly hitters out here in Providence. My mom you know what I'm saying? For real. She really is one of the fly hitters. She be coming out here. down checking the mail at 9 p.m. I'm like, you're not checking the mail. You're just checking to see what I'm doing outside. So what? <laughs> and she's clocking you. The fuck? She clocked you nine months in and she's going to clock you out. Too. I am 31 years old, bro. And? Thirty-one years of childish. Now I'm playing. <laughs> um, what was the question at hand, though? I, I feel like, what's your type? Um, for the most part, I would say what's even stayed consistent since I was a kid has definitely been like I typically do prefer something like short and petite, but like hmm. I also do prefer like thick, but like I also do prefer more than anything vibes. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Hey. I want all No I'm playing um, This is what I'm talking about But I get roasted But you do shit like this Like lining up I'm just whole, trying to match Your energy baby You put the layups And you're mad That I scored the shot for us Like what is that What is that <laughs> <laughs> What is that The metaphors are insane Yeah I'm that bitch No I'm playing <laughs> <laughs> But um Yeah no I just I prefer vibes More than anything Okay So personality overlooks What's your vibes For the most part But not we're not finna get crazy though. Like you ain't about to be busted or looking crazy. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. So you're saying she can't be a three but have a ten in the box. No, she can never be a three. That's a bit much. She like she but, the, but she's the a ten. bare minimal we're listen, taking is like she's a ten in vibes. Like perfect. There's no vibes. such thing. Well, no, there's sometimes yeah, let me, let that me that set that the scenario up. Come on, you you I'm, this I'm, is my problem. I'm trying to throw you into a hole, and now she's trying to save she's, you. She's she's special. I don't save holes. 
You see what I mean? And this, and this is what I mean by I have to roast her because she roasts herself. This is but, your interview, though. But, um... No, she can't be a three. That's too far low. And by and that, that could sound really shallow, but at the end of the day, we're really humans. Let's hey, really you're keeping it real. I, I appreciate three honesty. Is a different three. So it's like at the mm, end of the day, you don't know what standards. What's a three putting, for you then? You don't know what standards are putting up to the what's bar. A, what's a three for you then? Um, you can't really describe a three. Facts, like it's just like because you could be the baddest, and you could just you could be personality is three, yeah. and I'd be like, wow, yeah, you were dumb. once so cute. But you're so dumb. So dumb. Now you just don't even look cute no more. Oof, like that shit's not sexy. Mm. Ugh. I have the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. Anyways, let's go into what you do. Aggie. Since you don't want to talk about your childhood, let's let's get, get right em. to the business. When did you start hosting for real? Um, like really doing it myself directly myself. Like, no, like when's the first time you got on the mic? Um, oh, that was really young, probably. Like fifth, sixth grade, and on. Cause you, you did uh music in church, right? Well, I started doing like, I learned drums a little bit in church, but then after that, like it was like school, like middle school and high school, where I was doing like band and shit. But then like sometimes, like talent show like things. But I was also the type of person to dance battle niggas in every school dance, and you was not taking me out. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck if he was a b boy. I didn't so, give a fuck so if he was a ballerina. So you, so you, you got snapped out of the fucking circle From every boy to ballerina mm. is crazy. Yeah, so this was been. This has been like childhood born to do this shit. Like I've been new since mm. out of the coochie lip that I was bound to <laughs> be doing this. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, not it's the, the same coochie. way. It's you the same way people be like, "How do you know you was gay? You don't know you was gay." Da, 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 da. And I'm not gay, but I'm just saying it's like one of those type of things. Like, you're not no, gay. No, like no, I'm definitely not. But, but like, yeah, you wait, definitely wait, wait, know. Wait, wait. You definitely know straight out the womb. That's what I mean by that reference. Take it away, Benz. <laughs> you said this is there anything nah, he said wait 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 was going nah cause she was going way too fast I was trying to I know she be sure. talking mad fast you guys be t- be talking on that bueno 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 and you're gonna tell me that <laughs> I'm that I'm speaking fast you're okay. fucking racist okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are ruining what the flow of our podcast we I'm have- Asian so no we be speaking on that and you already know like I'm don't try to that. dig deep we have deep conversations on this podcast. And you're trying you're, to put me in a casket, I heard you. No, you're trying to like skim over everything. What did I skim through? We went from high school to hosting, and then we went back to church, and now you're talking about you don't know if <laughs> uh, people don't know if they're uh, born gay and rich. No, 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 no I'm just about, saying as a reference in terms sorry, of like. You say you're not gay. No, I'm just saying like in terms of reference of like, I knew since I was born. Like, it's like one of those type of references. Like, how did you know? No, I knew since I was born. Like, this is like literally born and made for. But how do you like? What is the moment though that you were like, "Eh, this is what I think." This I'm is meant me, to do. and this is what I'm gonna do, and how I'm gonna do it. Um, probably like as early as like five years old. Really? Yeah, because I remember one time I was in the kitchen. Um, it was me, my brother, my sister, and my uncle, and he had us like dance battling each other, and I was like, "I'm about to wake these motherfuckers out right now." <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was on that Michael Jackson swag, so you, know you got served. So it was, you know how to moonwalk. You got surf was an out just yet, huh? You know how to moonwalk. Back then, I definitely did, but not. I mean, I know how to like hit a little couple, like two to three little swoop, 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 swoop. But then after that, you can lose me on the moonwalk. But anything mm. else, gliding wise, like I'll watch you. Did you do it for Little Saint? Nah, now that after that came out, was definitely doing it for Little Saint. Are you, are you crazy? <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Big Factory. All right, so we're hosting now. Mm-hmm. And now we're curating events. Let's talk about the the type the name of your brand because it's very 
unique. Unique. What hey. cosmic productions or intuitive yeah, logic? What's the purpose of that? Why'd you um, name it that? So cosmic is because like so with being a Pisces and we get like all these sorts of like different oh, reviews. Yeah. Are you a whole But the main thing we get is that we're sensitive, even though that's not the case. But we can talk about that at another time. I feel like the you are. Is, nah, like, we're just more emotionally so, in tune with everything around us, including those around us, and the mm-hmm. fact that other signs are not interested or are not usually confronted with being transparent with what's genuinely going on. Mm-hmm. You guys take it more in a defensive way versus like, no, we just don't care about talking about, we don't have an issue talking about anything, let alone feelings. So like, you may think it's emotional, but it's like, no, we just have emotional intelligence and y'all don't care to be open about it in that department of life. Mm. That's really what it comes down to. But like, not nah, like, being a Pisces, like we're very, we, we're like big dreamers. We're very like, our mind is usually never on a surface level. It's never usually on a, 2d dement like a, two, a two oh your head is in the clouds like bands um what's the problem with that nigga you're mad we're on our dragon ball z shit hopping on a cloud and you're just hey, mad because you're sitting on the ground do what you feel <laughs> but if you want to be a little land walker all your life i mean live wow. your best life. You i'm telling you right now i'm gonna be on the upside down the all around and the all around like Wow, that's when cute. i'm on my aladdin carpet and i'm right. i'm flying by you don't ever be mad no 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 and don't ever ask to hop for a ride because I'm not giving you one. Since I don't give a fuck if it's a block over. Did I make a mistake inviting you, you on this podcast? So many absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so since you said Pisces, think deeper. How deep can you go? Um, like extremely deep, like. What's, what's deep? Like, like the most subtle shit that people are not even thinking about, but you're you're acknowledging. That like, it's kind of like, the best way I can explain it is, mm-hmm. imagine anything as a child that you felt like wasn't getting acknowledged about yourself, even all the way up until adulthood, and imagine someone being able to identify every bit of yourself without you even being, without you even having to say anything, like that deep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like deep, deep. So speaking of deep and, and what you're saying right now, right? Because the topic of today is underdog, and we'll get into that, because I feel like this might be a couch of underdogs, right? Uh, I don't know if you identify as that, but I feel like you're one of those like people mm-hmm. who are slept on, right? But we're going to get to that. So you're talking about things that people can acknowledge that you acknowledge in yourself early, right? So when you're hosting, I feel like there's this separation of person, like personal life to being outside. And when you're on stage, you have this big energy, big presence and you do a good fucking job, right? I appreciate that. But how do you separate that? How do you separate your personal feelings and life? Because you don't share your personal stuff. But like, I feel like I have a glimpse of what you may be going through. But then when you're on stage, there's no telling what you're going through. So mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you maneuver through that, through those moods and vibes? People ask me shit like that all the time. And it's like literally a light switch. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, for people who really are in this field, like, you literally have a light switch that, like, you professionally and, like, creatively turn on and off. And, like, you could literally have been backstage or, like, in a deep conversation about something completely outside of the pockets of what you're about to go do. And then you literally cross onto the stage and be like, like, it's like, it's not something I can explain. It's just something that just naturally occurs. It's kind of like just flipping the switch yeah like it's it's just one of those things like i don't know it's very organic though i promise you i was just about to say you said it's organic but are you the type of person because a lot of people like when i first started hosting i would get like like twisted 
No, I was nervous but excited. But I would like drink a lot before I got on stage to be comfortable. Nah, hell no, you ain't about to have me slurring and talking stupid. No, 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 no. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the moves got or be losing right. my voice. I had to learn that I can't drink. You when lose I'm, your voice when you drink. I can't drink when I'm hosting. Yeah, really. Because either what will happen is if I have too much liquor, I'll start slurring, or what will happen is that I'll lose my voice. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Self awareness. Did you have a bad experience? Is that why? No, literally no. Okay. Well, thank God. <laughs> curating. How, how did you oh. learn how to carry the crowd? Because you carry. When when you host, you carry it very well, and you know how to tone it down, and like pick it up when you need to. Mm. How did you learn that? Um, you gotta like read the crowd. No bullshit. Like it's one of those like, I feel like the best entertainment you can ever receive is when like someone genuinely is reading the room, because like you can go from like everyone's hyped as shit, but like all right now everyone's a little bent, everyone's a little like all right mm-hmm. we need to cool it back, we need to just chill out, let everybody catch a breather because we're about to bug off in like another second. So you gotta kind of like play your pocket and like play the room, but then there's sometimes where like a pocket of the room will be on some energy and then the other pocket of the room is chilling. And then like you have a, you have a space to like calm down and pick it up and pick it up and calm it down. And you know, like samurai Jack and that bitch. <laughs> and what do you say to that? man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like fruit ninja. You got to choose which fruit you're going to cut. And if it's worth it. Right. So, so now, cow. but you also produce, don't you? Impressive. You like that? Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Your cousin's Aggie. But what'd you just say? You produce too, right? No, I want to learn how to produce. But didn't you run a studio? Yes. What were you doing in that studio? Um. So ultimately, like, you could do, like, anything between, like, apparel work or visual work or, like, audio work or just in general, like, an office space. Like, I still have it. Um. It's a, um. I call it Cosmic Production Studio for right now. But that's one of those, like an aspiring dream that i want to make like officially more professional and more like licensed and proper but like Mm -hmm. sometimes you ultimately have to start small just to get big Mm -hmm. or sometimes you have to at least do it to see if you can maintain it or or be able to conduct it the way you see fit before you can put it like on a more one expensive and two legal Mm -hmm. legitimacy yeah what are the the hurdles owning a business and you know, just trying to be out here doing your thing. Um, I'm very self-funded on most of my things. Like, I've I've now turned to a point where, like, sometimes I'll do sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, I'll definitely hit up some of, like, the most, like, respected brands that I've either collaborated with or that I know of or that I support or that are, um, that are of color. Um, and I ask for, like, some sponsorships now. But, like, for the most part, I'm very self-funded. So, usually for the most part, except for, like, the last, like, year, year and a half, like, 90 to 100% of what I'm doing is pretty much all self-funded. So, like, the main biggest thing is, like, if you're not willing to invest yourself before even asking for an investment, like, you have no business even doing what you're looking to do. Like, and then on top of that, like, you have to also budget that into your life and try to make a legit, like, career, like, actual, like, goal of it. Because sometimes, like, people will get in this field and they'll, like, they'll spend a lot of money on some shit and then, like, not actually do the long-term work for it. Mm. So they'll end up just losing it within the, like, the whims of like living life but like there's some things where you can like do 
in the in the course of your life where like even if it doesn't go to where you want it to so long as you're keeping the ultimate goal still going forward like it still is a lesson to play within the bigger goal that's going to eventually come forward because sometimes you can do something that might not work out how you felt if you wanted it to but sometimes it's a lesson for something that's bigger to come mm-hmm. that you prepared yourself for so it's like i mean you know it's one of those type of things but patience mm-hmm. a lot of patience how long do you how long would you say you have in the game because there's this like whole 10 year 10,000 hours i don't know if it's a myth right because i'm not there yet but mm-hmm. how do you feel about that like how long have um, you been in the game and and how long do you feel like you have or do you feel let me reframe that question like how long have you been in the game and how long do you think or how much foot in the door do you think you have compared to how much time you have in the game um i've been doing it seriously since like 2015 so this has been a total of like what eight years i would say going on like nine in a sense but um i'm like i'm like a documentary like interview head so like i like watching a lot of people that i fuck with so like their interviews or like their documentaries because like i like to learn lessons from people who are in the like same field that i'm in and one thing i've definitely learned in the process is that um fuck i just lost my train of thought one second um what was the original question if you do remember. I asked, how long do you have in the game? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then how much do you think you have a foot in the game or in the door? So, yeah, me referencing the, the interviews and stuff, like, you, you'll see sometimes some of, like, the most inspiring people of your, your like, interests, they've, like, been put in, like, years in the game before they ever even got, like, globally, internationally, in your country, like, respected or like found etc um so like for me me being nine like eight to nine years in like what i have what i like it to be like a quicker process yeah but i feel like something is to come so i don't mind that it's taken this long and then like i remember like a few months back i had like this like random like epiphany type of like or realization whatever you want to call it and it was one of those like sometimes you'll complain about what's going on in the active moment not realizing that you're actively living into some shit that you were hoping for years before that Mm. and it's like crazy that like i'm not exactly where i wish i could be right now but at the same token i'm definitely a a shitload further than i was years back so like when i look at it i wouldn't say i have my foot in the doors necessarily that i want them in just yet but i will definitely say that i've made it definitely into like the the main lobby of the building the bare minimal i'll say that's the bare minimal i'll say like i've at least talked to the front desk lady i'm I'm getting i'm getting acquainted with you know trying to sit in the lobby and wait for the big dogs to come downstairs like that's that's like the point where i feel like i'm at right now i love that perspective or shutting down the door for myself that that she now that's a good perspective to have because you got to think about the progress and where you want to be but like where you started at but you mentioned watching documentaries and watching other people. Who are some of the people that you look to in terms of either energy, hosting, or entertainment? Um, my birthday twin for sure, Queen Latifah. Hey. Um, hands down. That's multifaceted, multi-talented. Legend. Made a career out of all of her different like facets of interest and like... Mm-hmm. Like, that's easily one person that I could say on some, like, real genuine tip. Like, not nah, like, I really respect the fuck out of her hustle. Like, hands right. down. That'll be the that'll be the main person I'll mention at least for right now. Okay, 
that's dope. That's a good comparison. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, for some people who are watching this, they will make a quick comparison or the stereotype of like LGBTQ, right? And how you are. Would you say you're masculine presenting? Am I speaking out of pocket? So a lot of people just assume that I'm lesbian, which is understandably so, especially like if you were if you were ever around me as I was a kid. But when I was a kid, it was more so that like what was on the closing clothes racks were not that they weren't like flying jiggy, but it was more so very (laughs) masculine energy back then in terms of like culture around stores Mm -hmm. but as time has progressed now um i definitely would say there's like moments in little pockets you'll see more feminine energy like 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 when you're strapping right here there's a picture that i'm looking at right here if you want to tell me i'm beautiful just say that (laughs) (laughs) bitches be mad all the time if you're a baddie just say that bitch i'm a buddy i get what i want like (laughs) give me the orange puff right now because are you shitting me because i wanted to ask you right because I want to dive. But I'm not gay, by the way. Okay. I want to dive into our topic after this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the support, the amount of support or lack thereof is reflective of how people view you based on your sexuality? What do you mean? Like, do you think you're not getting bookings because you're not the girl with the BBL and... Um... To not necessarily, because it's it's been more male dominated more than anything. So I wouldn't necessarily even say that other women have been or or feminine energy being over masculine energy or androgynous energy. I wouldn't say it's either that. I would say more than anything, the main issue I've always had to step into is the male dominated energy of the field. Never really much like the whole bad bitty thing, like because like when you really start to get in this field you notice that the and i don't mean this to sound like shallow or to sound like ignorant or to sound rude but i'm being just genuinely serious when you're really in the entertainment field or you're making your way in you'll notice the in terms of at least what we do in terms of hosting the bad biddies who get those roles are actual women who do actually host they just also happen to be bad bitches too and aside to that you won't really see that in our field otherwise it's mm. usually males like and and even mm. then I'm not saying that the bad biddies usually get the role. I'm just saying like for the most part, like you don't really you don't really run into that. Like you run into that issue more so in Hollywood, but you you don't not at this level that I'm at right now. I haven't ran into that issue just yet. It's mainly been a male dominated issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I always wondered that, right? Because I noticed. <laughs> I hate to turn this on myself, but I'm good at this. I love mm. talking about myself. This is my Scorpios. podcast, so I do what I want. But I notice a sh- <laughs> <laughs> I notice a shift in the way men behave with me, and I've talked about this in the past. Same. When I was more feminine presenting versus now more masculine presenting, and like the way they greet me, the way they treat me, or like the way they interact, and the way in, in the ways they want to collaborate. Do you feel like because? us as women and more masculine presenting is like competition um sometimes for some of them it can be it's so you pretty, be stealing people's girlfriends corny. or wow what a segue um <laughs> no i don't steal nobody's johnny's um johnny's shout out to philly um, hey. 
maybe in my younger days someone could say that, but even then I wasn't I wasn't stealing them. Your girls wanted me. Um, Ooh, that's just me yeah. being genuinely honest. <laughs> no, but but shit. I'm just being transparent to some people. If you knew me when I was younger, you'd be like, Nah, she was no, I wasn't. In all reality, I was always living my best life, minding my business, and people just gravitate to my energy. I put that on God. Um, but I just have to be honest because niggas will talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just me being real shit. Um, that they will. But no, like in this field, that every once in a blue moon, you will meet a man who does, who has to put his machismo or however the fuck you pronounce the word, in front of the the forefront versus business. And to me, it's just like I'm not even interested in what you're interested in, and what you're interested in is not even interested in me, and I'm not even remotely interested in what you're interested in either. So it's oh like, my god, what what you're even having an my issue with is not even a debate right for me, like where we don't compare. There's no, there's no, there's no point of having an issue. Mm. Like no, Tokyo. You've been talking. We can't compete where we don't compare. Time. Where does the confidence come from? Being Haitian. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit. I I I say, I'm mean. a healthy mixture of insecure and a healthy mixture of confident. Oof, that sounds so real what, toxic. What are your insecurities? Oof. I mean, you throw it out there. I have I'm trying to, to figure ask. out how you asked me about insecurities, but made it sound so sexual. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, I mean, that's just my voice. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I guess my voice is doing the trick, right? Um, vibes. I would say, like, childhood trauma. Like, I would say the mm. most surface way I can explain would be, like, at least even like stuff with like parental, like, upbringings. Like, wasn't raised with my birth father, so like, there's like insecurities that come from stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like that's what I mean by insecurities, not anything like toxic per se. Just like deep rooted childhood shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But niggas is growing and and adulting, so. Or, but that's you, just me being transparent. Where do you find your peace, right? Because you're outside a lot. How do you find your peace? Yeah, you're working, you're hosting, you're curating, constantly planning, constantly collaborating, mm-hmm. reaching out to be like it's a lot of work. It's a lot on the mental. So where do you find your? Silence, your peace, your comfort. Um, how do you find that, like Ben said? Hosting, honestly, brings me mad peace. Um, especially, like, if I'm not the one curating, where, like, it, co- it causes me to have to exert, like, energy into the whole production of it all. Like, hosting definitely brings me peace. But, like, um, aside to, like, being on stage, um, I would say sometimes, like, family gatherings, like, when you're with all, like, the, like, your favorite family member type shits. And then, like, aside to that, like... I'm actually very introverted just as much as I'm extra- extroverted. So it's I don't like, believe you. It, nah, no bullshit to the point where some people will see me like in public, not on stage, and they're just like, yo, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm fucking living and oh, breathing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what the you're the saying. Fuck? You are quieter when you're not on stage. Yeah, so like when I'm just like cooling, like in my room, in the piece of the blackout curtains and a little TV, a little roll up, a little meat mop, beat bop, wheat wop. What's that? What's that? <laughs> now, what's that? Because <laughs> if I'm interpreting, be, that might be something wild. Yeah. You see, everyone's going to be childish. Time. No one said meet my beat bop was meet my beat bop wee bop. We didn't say that. Stop it. You it, see, I, I, I'm on some quagmire shit if you're talking like that. Giggity, giggity <laughs> all night. I'm just saying meet my beat bop wee bop means like if, if I'm watching a movie or a show that I need it's to catch up on, me. like me catching up on my shows, that shit brings me peace. No cap. No, yeah, what, what, like what, what are you mess, watching? Snowfall, a couple, a few different things. All the like, hood shit. What, what, what's <laughs> the? <laughs> right. But I'm racist. What's <laughs> the weirdest thing you watch? Big Mouth. 
Oh, that's the Adult Swim shit. Nah, it's on Netflix, I think. And it's yeah, like yeah. this cartoon about like yeah, wild ass. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is really strange, but also <laughs> very on brand. Um, I can't stand you for nothing. Let's because you're a hormone monster doesn't mean I am. I'm a what? Hormone monster. A hormone monster. Every big mouth fan is exactly what I'm talking about. Hormone monster. What oh, is and that? I like watching Stranger Things. No, what does that mean? Because no, you're not just gonna call me something. On you my don't own watch shit. Big Mouth. No, nah, I don't. Watch you're that. not hip to nothing right now. Fuck out of here. Wow. Baby. Fuck me, huh? That's I'm not crazy. fucking you. Who's fucking you? No. Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. You see, this is. <laughs> All right. No. no but this, <laughs> this is a wild time. <laughs> but you are fucking. <laughs> You're annoying. No, let's talk about you curating, and then we'll get into the topic. You've curated many things, but I think the standout event is tempted to touch. First time, the first one was on July 1st, 2022, and it was at Troop in Providence, Rhode Island, and the line was bonkers, literally wrapping around the block. I couldn't even make that shit up if I tried. Yo, it was a movie. It felt like basement parties, like, all over again. It felt like, yeah. What did you expect that night? Not that. I knew that, like, so, like, I had posted the flyer and didn't have anyone's name on it yet. It was just the flyer. I knew I hit up the person. He was, like, out of the, out of the country, some dope dude. I think he was, like, from Spain. Shout out to Uzi or however he pronounces it. But, um, no, nah, like, he made that flyer for me. I gave him, like, the aesthetics that I wanted. And then I had found some random ass mix on YouTube. And I'm like, this fucking song is vibracious. And I put that shit on the flyer and then did a couple things that I needed to add on there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it out just like this. And I kid you not, in 24 hours, that shit went wildfire. I was like, wow, I didn't even announce nobody yet. And you niggas is bugging off of a flyer just, just off of this flyer. Oh, it's about <laughs> to be crazy. I knew my spirit was connected in that moment. I said, oh, wow, it's about to be crazy. Did I know it was going to be line uh, line wrapping around the building for two straight consistent hours no jokes no fucking like no lies no i didn't expect that but i did know that the vibe was going to be different and that i knew it was going to be something that like rhode island was going to be like yo if i was there if you wasn't there nigga you fucked up describe the flyer because we're looking at it but some people may not know what the flyer looks like um so the event is called tempted to touch and i had told my flyer designer i'm like well my graphic designer respectfully i had told him i said like i want something like i had sent him a couple like songs like i think i had sent him like i'm still in love with you by sean paul and sasha i think i sent him like i sent him pretty much like a couple songs in the lines of that and i was like yo like i want like you to do a design where um it's pretty much like people dancing or like freaking or like catching like a good vibe. And he came up with this flyer with these two people dancing and basically it looks like, looks like they like kind of catching a freak. And I told him if it was possible to put it in motion. So he put it in motion too. So like, I don't know. Like, and I they guess look very Caribbean. Mm-hmm. She got like a, uh, what is this? Uh, uh, a belly shirt, a bustier, da and he got like a bandana, no shirt. Yep, true Caribbean shit. Yeah, like almost like carnival shit. Like, and so I told him, I'm like, yo, I just wanted to be like real, like, like you have to be able to feel like Caribbean like energy from this flyer. Like, if it's not giving, it's not giving. And then the song on top of it, I feel like the song was really what set everybody off because I remember even in the comments that like, people were like, yo, what song is this? What song is this? What song is this? And I'm like, yo, like. Touch your neck. 
I didn't even realize that it said logic at the beginning. I said wow. Yo, I thought that was. I thought you made this. Meant to be, right? Don't I feel like it? Scary business. Warning, blood clot. Uh, it's a vibe. So yeah, I didn't know it was gonna be that impactful, and then after I started announcing who was involved, I was like, oh, this is finna be nuts. And then the Corv, people, yeah, DJ Matic, and there was one more, right? Or those just two? I think it was just them two the first time. They held that shit down. They we set that shit off. That shit was a movie, bro. Oh yeah, you thought it was somebody else because I had my drummer James there. Shout out to James. Ah uh, yes, yes, yes. Bomb, yes. phenomenal drummer. Phenomenal yeah, percussionist. He's a good drummer. I don't like the acoustics in Troop for the drums, but I was feeling the vibes because it was very true to the roots, to what you're saying, the Caribbean vibes. Big tracks. And then you had a second one, which was also really good, later that year in September. Mm-hmm. And you came out with the uh, Coming to America cosplay. And I was like, oh, I, I got it immediately. I don't know if others got it. But I feel like you just have a unique style to you that we don't see in the city. Like, your pocket and your bag is very different and it stands out from others. Mm-hmm. When you put together an event, are you thinking of how to be different or are you just genuinely going based off, like, your own vibe and energy and what you like? So it's kind of similar to the first one where, like, if you had watched the recap video, you can kind of tell in the beginning of the video it was kind of very strategic. So, like, my thing is, like, I'm ultimately hoping to get to a hosting level that is, like, concert level, like, commercial level, like, Super Bowl book me level. Like, and so you have to understand that in order to be in those forms of, like, that, of that, like, those levels of the career, you have to be prepared to know how to do production. You have to be prepared to know how to do an entrance. You have to be prepared to, like, sequence your whole entire event where like there's peaks and valleys it's not you didn't just come here and listen to music tonight like you came here and you you were entertained like there there's no like there's no debate like mm-hmm. to the point even on the first one i had two performers yeah and so like now nah, like you got to make sure like you're really entertaining so for the <laughs> second one it was kind of ooh baby and, and here i was thinking these niggas is leaving and these is about to get terps no nah, they're terps. leaving they're trying to sneak out <laughs> they oh, know though man. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, so the second one, I I came out with the coming to America, but I had like three three to four different outfit changes because like for me, like it's again about like I wanted to feel almost like you came to like a little mini concert, so it's like mm. you almost came to see one of your favorite artists, and you know they're changing their clothes a few times. You know they're gonna come. <laughs> you know they're coming with a couple different peaks and valleys for the show. You know they have an intermission. You know they have an intro. You know they have an outro. Like so, it's like I think on that level. Whereas, and that's why I feel like when we get to the under underdog section of this like interview, like it's very hand in hand to this part because, wow, I feel so left out and. Don't and I love that. For, and I love really that for me. For you are more <laughs> And I love that for me. I'm good. And no. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So like that's what I think about. Like I have to think about the bigger picture. And so, like the reason why I would say I get into the underdog situation is because I bring way more to the table than a lot of my peers do. And I feel like even some of my peers that do bring my same type of level shit. of energy or talk, thought. Now talk your shit. Or some of my people who bring the same energy or thought to their nah, events. You don't we gotta, get you over don't gotta make me get over Talk your shit. No, that's facts though, because we're not about to act like the function ain't one of the hottest hip hop shows uh, out here. That's I retired. Like we no, we're not. No, the fuck. This is not. not about me. This is about you. Finish. But what we're you're not, saying. and we're not retiring that because niggas really like that. So you sound dumb. 
So, like I said, <laughs> the function will be happening in 2023 at some point because niggas thought, and that's that on that. But yeah, no, like there's, there's, I, when I come to host, like, um, I would say before last year, when I when I was hosting before, I would at least make sure that I did whatever whoever's booking me needed done, or like I would at least still bring my flair, my flavor. Mm. But as I'm as I'm growing and getting older, like it's like nah, like at this point, can't none of you niggas really touch me if I'm gonna be honest, and I'm gonna really show you guys how I really wanted to get down all this time. But it wasn't until I got even more comfortable with like people booking me for me not literally booking me because i'm just a good host no they actually booked me because of my energy they don't really mm. ever book me because i'm a host they booked me because they were like yo your energy was on some other shit like i'm booking you like yeah and so for me it's like if you're not thinking the longevity term of this like you might as well just get yourself out the game i'm thinking of production level i'm thinking of where the light's about to be hitting i'm thinking of where the stage is about to be Same. i'm thinking of the tapes on the floor that's to help you know your cues per the set like that's how far deep this is for me yeah because you're a true curator mm -hmm. you're a true producer executive producer even right because i think a lot of people because i've been booked to host and then like they don't tell you how to announce the people. They don't tell you what's on the itinerary. They, they let you wing they, it. They let you wing it, which is fine. Like, I, I can do that. But if this is your event and you're booking me to host, I'm here to host. I'm not here to executive produce because now I have to take over this whole shit. I have to tell people what to do. Tell people when to come on. Tell people when to be quiet. Tell people when to move to the stage. Tell people when to do this. I got to go tell them. You know what I mean? Like, you have to take over mm -hmm. everything. If you're not going to give me what you want out of this event, it's mine now. Do you feel the same way? Um, Like, yes and no. Um, But I feel like that's that also goes hand in hand with sometimes people will book you because of your energy because they're just like, yo, I really like what you do and I trust that you'll be good with whatever with the bare minimum I gave you. And sometimes they would prefer you doing it your way because they just like it. But then like there's sometimes where I would rather you give me a very concise format that now I have to show people this very concise version. So like, mm. I don't know, it, for me, it. I don't know. It, it varies because I can host anything. You could tell me to host a fucking bingo party to a couple fucking elderly <laughs> fucking ger geriatric patients. And no, big I'm facts. still going to finesse. What else have you hosted besides parties since you're speaking of uh, um, hosting a bingo night? You've hosted club nights, so you were at the Lola Brook. Um, yeah, I've done clubs, lounges, um, bars, restaurants, um, uh, event venues, um the R&B showcase that's coming mm -hmm. up March 14th. Absolutely. This by is your Food second and Friends. third one, right? Yep. Absolutely. And by Yes PVD, also, um, also known by Juan the Brand. So Juan yeah, Wilson, shout out to him. Yeah, they're a dope, they're a dope collab duo that has been putting on this dope um installment called R&B, where basically they're like trying to really put some good representation to people who do R&B out here in Rhode Island, but in general, because they've even we've even had people perform that don't live in Rhode Island. So like it's 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 been a dope growing event in itself, like and it's really genuinely honing to R&B and like within the whole process of having, like, performers, like, you're also getting a dope, like, party and, like, event and, like, vendors and, like, a whole bunch of shit, so. Word. It's pretty dope. Right. Well, it's time to get to the motherfucking topic. Ooh-ooh. The topic of the night is the underdog, right? And for those of you that don't know, if you don't know what an underdog is, it's somebody that's underrated, right? That is highly skilled, gifted, and is on the rise, on the come up. And I feel like our city is very representative of that. There's a lot of people 
who come from Providence, who Flawless has even talked about that on the show, where he feels like he has that chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. and that kind of like motivates him and gets him going. Um, but then there's a time in the story when the other dog comes on top, right? So like we're watching the story unfold from the mud, right? Like how niggas say, "Get it out the mud." Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to I want to ask um, y'all if you feel like an underdog, and if you do, what does it feel like? And that's for anybody on the couch. I don't. I, honestly, it's going to sound braggadocious, but I only feel nah, like an like underdog <laughs> in my city. Mm. That's all. Because out there, I'm getting the, the support. So it does, either way, it doesn't matter. You support me or not. You know, I know my work's A1. Heard you respectfully. Period. And I definitely, nah, Ruben's definitely a beautiful representation of Thank like, you really going after some shit even if it was randomly thought about even if it was a random discovery of talent even mm-hmm. if it was just randomly subtle because i remember you telling me the beginnings of how you got into film but like no he's genuinely a beautiful representation of like if you Thank really you. go after it you never know where that shit will take you mm. and like the the amount of energy i've physically even watched you do in the city in terms of you trying to learn and grow before you even went out of the city mm-hmm. and by city i mean state at that point out of the country at that point like no i've watched you Don't literally go out of your way to make sure you're putting the work in so like no true representation of well-earned well-deserved and if you're really slacking on him for film in rhode island you're really bugging because like him individually let alone the team that he's also a part of and and Mm -hmm. i'll let him mention it if he decides to because his work stands great for itself on its own Mm -hmm. like no Mm -hmm. hands hands down phenomenal talent that's that's blossomed beautifully and and such a great timing too he did he did my last two recaps for the function Mm mm-hmm so now you've been out here yeah and i don't and i'm not just saying that because he's my cousin right but i'll talk my shit and be like ruben thinks he's this ruben thinks he's that right because that's just how i flame people under the it's a little toxic (laughs) i i I can admit that but i wouldn't hire him or book him if he didn't have it if you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because what who you align with when you're collaborating with whether it's an underdog or somebody that's on top right because there's niggas that will charge you $800 for a recap video and you're like what the fuck but then there's a guy who's humble like Ruben who just wants to prove that his work hold up no I'm talking about me and you I'm not talking about okay I was about to say because the price done went up for everybody I'm talking about family to family I'm I'm just saying he's about to kick my ass no I'm just Um, saying like you know what I mean the the numbers went up we went up a few digits no that and that's fine but I'm talking about like as far as you and I, oh, sorry, as far as you and I are concerned, mm-hmm. like, it's very humble, very, like, what do you want me to do? It's, he's being of service to me. And Thank it's you. asking, what's your vision? What do you want to do? What are your ideas? And then there's sometimes I'm like, this is how I'm going to do it, but fuck it, do whatever you want. And the the product of that, the finishing product has been... um surprising to me right because i think the thing about the underdog (laughs) no for real real talk i think the thing about the underdog is that you don't expect things from people you know personally Mm -hmm. i think that's the problem with our city because we grew up together because we went to elementary school high school whatever and like the whole Michael B. Jordan and L'Oreal thing, right like oh i remember you was god (laughs) he was walking around with he was walking around with his headshot but like 
you know, no, we didn't really think anything of it, but because we're going on a day to day, niggas don't know what dreams you're having and the visions that you have. And so like that could be the underdog. The person that you least expect it is doing great things. So like when you collaborate with family and friends and people you've known for a long time, it's surprising to see how skilled they are mm-hmm. because you didn't see that. You didn't see the vision that they saw. So I think that's the dope part about an underdog is like getting to see them really prove themselves and not in a way where like yeah i'm gonna show niggas how i really do it's just like this is how i do and this is you know you know this something is what I'm doing. the the word underdog is very like putting that person under you know because because of that because that's like me doubting your talent but there you, is like no that. no I, I i know that but you know it's if we're stripping all the all the things from it, it's really because you don't look at me as is. You know what I mean? You look at me like below. Mm. You know what I mean? You're already putting me under the rug right. before when you when you look at me in that way. So it's like, how can how, how can I say where where it makes it, it just makes sense? Like you're you're putting that person under by saying you're the underdog. Nah, you're great at what you are. You know what I mean? It's like you're a great host. You're a great host, and you do this shit like for real. You talking about me? Uh, Both of (laughs) y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah, really do this shit. Like you know what I mean? Like people just have to stop. You know, putting people under. Like nah, you're really putting the time and work in this. What do you think that's about? Hmm? Yeah, the reason why people do that because it says because it's easy. A competitor. It's lazy to. Say somebody's the underdog. By definition, it says a competitor thought to have little chance of winning a fight or contest. Mm-hmm. A person who has little status in society. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off on this because I feel like this all the time, and this might be like I don't know if it's imposter syndrome, if it's insecurity. Mm-hmm. I know it's something within myself. Maybe not so much on my community, but I've expressed many times in public in private behind closed doors like i know i have the skill set i know i have the chops for lack of better lack of better terms but i'm not seeing that reflection in terms of numbers and turnout and people that come out right there's many times where niggas will stop me like yo i respect what you do the podcast you know you guys are really the number one podcast in the city and you niggas been putting on and you've been having your foot in the door for a long time and you're really putting on for the culture but they don't share it they don't talk about it in public they don't come to the shit so it's like in terms of this definition a person who has little status in society it's like you're saying i'm all this but where are you when it's time for you to show up you know what i mean so i feel like an underdog in that like where people are like secretly admiring right i'm watching the numbers i'm seeing people are listening i'm seeing people are watching but when it comes to like talk about it in public or like support it like they would i'm not gonna say any names because i feel like the names are obvious right but like why why is it that people find a hard time in supporting something that might not be trendy that might not be popular or that might not be number one like what's wrong with supporting the come up what's wrong with supporting the person that has the potential and that you know could be there if you just uplifted them in that way because it's easy not to root for the guy that's not winning like that it's that simple root for the guy that's winning 
But when they wasn't winning, you're there. You weren't there. You know what I mean? That's terrible. I hate it's, that. It's, it's just how <laughs> how this stuff works. Like you know what I mean? Is it sounds crazy, but it it's the truth. It you know what I mean? Whoever's winning is the one winning, and people are going to latch on to the winner. Mm, that's and true. that's what it is. Unfortunately, you know the w- winning team always wins, and that's okay. Now, do you do you feel like you feed off of that mentality, whether it's the underdog mentality or having something to prove or the chip on your shoulder? Do y'all feel like you feed off of that, or do you not even think about that when you're going into things? Um, I don't think about it, but in terms of the a general goal of like making sure I set a tone so that like folks know not to play with me and they know what I'm coming with. Like I I never directed it towards trying to prove people wrong or trying to anything like of that facet, but in terms of knowing to bring my A game now just so like you can't even tell me really much of any excuse to why you're not booking or to why you're not supporting. Like, I would say that semi-exists, but in terms of, like, really thinking about it more direct with, like, individual parties or, like, camps and stuff like that, like, I don't mm. be that concerned because, to me, like, I think what's corny about, in general, the industry is that, like, clout gets more attention than the actual talent, and it's really unfortunate because, like, we be sleeping on gems, like, mm. like gold, like diamonds, like stones and, and, and minerals and stuff we couldn't even afford, and, like, the the thing that just blows my mind about it is that you'd much rather hire someone based off of, like, clout versus mm-hmm. let me book someone off a of talent who could even maybe even hold over the situation on a better long-term way just because the talent stands there itself. So, like, I don't know. Like, I've even left situations where, like, it was it was definitely lit when I was there, and then the second I left, like, they lost all their consistency. And to me, it just goes to further show where it's, like, sometimes you really have to, like, stick with talent versus the, the clout because the clout will come with talent after, mm-hmm. after a while regardless. So it's, like, That's in all reality, you're better off just investing in the talent because clout will only last so long. Mm. Unless you're certain people who like, and mind you, it doesn't last for everyone. I mean, for God's sake, fucking like six nine, the perfect example where you can try to hold on for clout as long as you can try to like, like, like twist it, turn it, re-image it, re-fucking brand it. But after a while, it's like when the talent's just not there, the talent's just not there. So it's like you're better off investing in talent, in my personal opinion. But I, I don't really think I about agree. it too much. Yep. I'd rather just set off the stage and make y'all feel stupid. Mm. Okay. Ben, do you have anything to say to that before I close the topic out? What was the original question again? Sorry. (laughs) Do you feed off the mentality of being an underdog, being overlooked, or having something to prove? Nah, not really, because I I feel like I'm him. Mm, That's it. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? You know, everybody could feel they're they're good, they're whatever. Great. You know what I mean? We could all shine. Mm -hmm. I got no problem with sharing my shine. Big fan. You know what I mean? Like we could shine together. Period. Big fan. You know what I mean? At the end of the Period. day, I'm not I'm not looking in a small tank. I'm <laughs> looking in the big tank. Uh, in the ocean. <laughs> Heard you. Nah, talk your shit, Ben. I'm I'm just saying. I'm Heard trying you. to go worldwide, not just statewide. <laughs> That's talk all. That's big all. Facts. You know what I mean? I, I I love all the talent we have, but you know what I mean? It, it's 
if you're not reaching outside the state, so stop competing. You know, in fact, I'm going to say this. Stop competing with people in your own state. Right. Especially Reach the out. The world state. is big. It's huge. Get out the fish tank. It's that simple. Mm. That's fine. Leave the fish tank. You will grow a lot bigger. That's fact. That's, That's all fact. I'm going to say. That's a fact. You know, I to, to bring it full circle or to end the topic, I just really feel like, to me, the underdog is not an insult. Like, when I look at... Mm-hmm. What's this, my right side? I'm a little tipsy <laughs> now. When I look... <laughs> When I look on the right, I see underdogs. And what I mean by that is people who are being overlooked, like niggas are sleeping on the talent, right? And and I don't know how that will be surpassed or how you will hit that glass ceiling, right? I don't know how that'll happen. Like, it'll look different for all of us, obviously. But I think it's important to talk about that because a lot of people in the city feel like that. A lot of people mm-hmm. are walking around with chips on their shoulder, and that's why, to what Bands is saying, stop competing with your own city, right? Because a lot of people have that small mentality, that small city, um, that small city mentality where, like, oh, I got to be better than the West, than the North Side, the West. Like, when you think about, to what you're saying, when you think about what the world looks like and opportunities that could even be three hours away in New York City or in L.A., wherever you go, right? Those people never think citywide. They think, how can I be big outside of this? And I think that's why it's important to have these conversations because, yes, you're the underdog here, but somewhere else, like, if you take your hosting somewhere else, niggas are going to be like, whoa. Like, why didn't I book this person before? Or why didn't I know about this person before? So, like, you're only an underdog to certain people. It's all perspective, And so the reason why I wanted to have this conversation, Mm -hmm. another reason why, right? Because I think I said three reasons. I don't know. The Duce is talking now. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, long story short, what I mean to say is be careful on who you sleep with. And not even be careful. I mean, sleep on. Wow. Be careful (laughs) on who you sleep on. (laughs) Be careful on who you sleep on. Or don't even be careful, but, like, don't underestimate people is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but also be careful who you sleep with. Wrap it up, strap it up, because you don't know what's out here, baby. Sure, wrap it up. Go get checked. Rhode Island was the number one state in SCD one time. Remember? That, that was back in like 2018, but Remember? our rates are still high. Oh, so, no. No, that you know, just, clean bed. just we, wrap it up before you hump it. We <laughs> Not hump it. I oh, mean, hold on, it's wait. the truth. What you want me to tell them? But also... For real, all jokes aside. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm trying to say I'm something. I'm not too. over you slipping up and saying not to sleep. Watch what you sleep. All with, jokes but we're not. aside is I want to close out with one piece of advice from everybody. All jokes aside, keep your head in the game, stick to your vision, and that's it. What's your word of advice for those for those who feel underrated or overlooked? Um I would say, like, honestly, your best bet is to just do what the fuck you want to do because at the end of the day, niggas is either going to fuck with you or they're not. But at the end of the day, individuality for me is everything. Like, being organic to me is everything. Being 
being true to your genuine like craft is everything because I'll see you through that fake shit real fast and like that'll turn me off quicker than you actually having like talent that needs to just be developed on. Like I'd much rather see your real work versus like the clout shit. Like I don't know. I'm I'm talent based. So for me it's like, yo, just bring your talent. And don't and, and, and one word of advice I'll definitely say is for people who are in this industry, whether it's like the musical half, the production half, the stage half, whatever it may be, for God's sakes, if you're really not gonna put in the work, can you please put it to rest because y'all are just wasting space and time and the issue I have with y'all is that most cases y'all be the ones who have all the random ample amount of money to do whatever or get into whatever doors (laughs) and that shit when I tell you you had better luck giving that money to someone who had talent and investing it into them and then getting yourself in that door as well like y'all are just sometimes wasting space and wasting my time and that should be irking me because it's like bro like in all reality there could have been someone else here who really could have like blossomed or like blessed both parties mutually and it's like come on now i love that mm. and on that note bands, I'm, I'm i'm gonna just say yo you you are great you know stop letting the the labels the people tell you you're not just do it show them prove exactly. them wrong because you're great if you're great you don't have to worry about it, it you will shine trust that. me Sorry, my bad. I did not mean to press that. I'm out of here. Bands, take us out, please. Take us to your favorite part of the podcast. Let's go to my favorite part of the podcast, which is Pass Me the Ox. I'm going to be a little selfish on this one. Oh, wow. He says that every week, by the way. Oh, wow. But I want to bring something back. If you know, you know. Oh, wow. If you know, you know. Not my... (laughs) Hey yo! If you know, you know. Is that what a Z? Oh, right here. Okay. Is that what a Z? Yeah. No. There's no way the dude say got you that. Who say? Dumb. I can never do too much. Yeah. Mm. I can never do too much. I know you're going for me a whole relationship is based on trust and for you i can never do too much you kept my secrets and held me down Plus you stayed loyal when I wasn't around And I know it wasn't easy, I was never home Concerts, videos, and you was all alone We spent many nights talking on the phone You started catching attitudes, I heard it in your tone I used to tell you I'd be back when I could You think I'd leave my baby girl in the hood? I would never do such things I wanna show you what true love means I'ma put you on a pedestal Love so incredible, Victoria's Secrets candy thong So edible, spiritual, mental, not just Sexual. I'm dead and all my plans to be next Tonight I'm yours I'm turning off my two-way Turning off my phone Tell my friends to leave so we can be alone So yeah, that was I'm Yours by Lil Zane featuring Tank Sheesh If you know about Lil Zane, you know I don't need to say nothing Okay. Who are you passing um, the aux I'm to? I'm passing the aux to you. To me, Christina? Yes. There's no other you. 
Well, shit. Uh, I was not ready. I don't have. Yeah, but they killed my boy, little Zane, on Snowfall last week. That's ghetto. Damn! Why are you ruining the damn, damn, damn? Spoiler I said alert. last week. That if you didn't watch it, that was last week. Grow Golly. up. Grow up. <laughs> they killed shit. my homie. I hope none of. Oh, our you watched that? Shit, I'm not even sorry about it either. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. You should have right. caught up on your show, ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> ghetto Don't call my friends ghetto please it All right, ain't, They ain't ghetto it's ghetto Okay so this is Jeez Louise Alright my pick you of the week this week is um, Off of Kalani's latest album I think this album came out last year um, I just recently seen the video to this And I don't know why I was so late But this song is Everything by Kalani <laughs> I could blame it on your lips, your touch, your kiss, you know, real traditional, but your love's too original, you were anything but conventional, baby, did you know that from the moment we fell in and knew we couldn't fall back, knew I'd always crawl back. First of all, Kalani, can we just acknowledge that Kalani might be one of the best R&B singers of this generation? I That's tough. You're not going to say, you're not going to agree with it. That's tough. I like her. I I'm not going to discredit her, but you stretched no, it. Are you dead ass right now? Like, There's, I wouldn't say she's the best, but I feel like she's in I a said pocket. one of. Oh, okay. I, I say she's say in the, the pocket best. of a beautiful, good set she, of people. She's a mid-tens. You're... You're first okay. We're not okay, having this I'm discussion bugging. right now. We don't have time. That's You're fine. bugging. We'll have this discussion after. But yeah, day. that was. Pat but no, let me. Damn, I can't say why I picked oh, this song. My bad. And I can't pass it to Logic. Nope, he said fuck that. That's crazy. <laughs> this nigga's nuts. He said, but the reason why I picked that song was first of all, the words are beautiful, relatable, right? If you've mm -hmm. ever been in love, you can understand this song. Simpass. 
the the violins on this song are beautiful her the uh, the video is fire on top of that it's like she's in la and it's like a bunch of hood ass niggas in all if black. you want to make love to her just say that all right whatever man all right who's next is is logic like, don't make me say your real name right now because <laughs> you're getting on my fucking nerves bro well at this point you were staring to, why can't i say Ooh, was uh, why i picked this song I didn't say you couldn't. It was just the way That's you was massaging it, like raw meat for a meatball. I was just sitting here waiting Man. for the rains to drop. Please, <laughs> what's your fucking pick? Introduce I told the you. Song. Um, um. So, in light of "Tempted to Touch," that's on March twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty three, <laughs> at True Free All Night, ten p.m. to two a.m. In light of that, shout out to DJ A Greatness. Shout out to DJ Core. Shout out to DJ Matic. Shout out to D- um. Shout out to the Don Kuji. Shout out to my boy James. Just know, like, this is one of those like, and I have two special guests. When you hear this song, you'll understand. This is one of those songs where it's like everyone come on aboard we have caribbean things to do like and if you're not gonna get wicked you need to get off like come along on the black you know how when you watch like some videos in jamaica where like they're literally like guap packed on the bus and like niggas will really be hanging on the outside if you you're not getting packed you get the point racist <laughs> <laughs> but you know how they be some people hanging off the outside of it like if you're not getting wicked you will get scooted off right like, if the waistline where's regina so with the whistle stop banging on the furnace mm-hmm. big facts if, stop if the waistline is not wicked stay home or come to the back of the club please and let niggas get to work big prayer She jiggle pan the rhythm like a track up on a car. She go find Instagram because she knows that she a star. Me meet her at a party, says she never want go home. Me take her out to eat, she put a sprinkle on me cool. Step one, broke out, cause the vibes can't do. Step two, brush off all the dirt on your shoes. Step three, balance with your amp on your knees. When you dip down low, cause you know if you do it, go wrong. Round and round and round and round. Round and round and round and round and round. Round and round and round and round. You shine like a star and you ride like a ship. You tip on your toe and your toe on your tip. Your body like a movie. You forget it. All right, just tip, So yeah, that was pass me the aux. You already know what it is. This is your boy Rubens. I mean, you girl, Christina. You trying to imitate? Me? You got to try a little harder. We are at the end of the Sparkle Podcast, episode one sixty nine. I want to thank Logic for coming through. Long awaited. Where can they follow you? Where can the people follow you? One time for the one time, and what do you have coming up? Um, so definitely come out to the R and B showcase. That's on March fourteenth at Alchemy. Um, definitely a dope R&B um, live performance to definitely come out to. I'll be hosting, brought to you by Food Boozer Friends and Juan the Brand, a.k.a. also Yes PVD. Um, and if you definitely like international Caribbean, Apiano, uh, Posada, Compa, Afro, if you like any of that energy, you need to come to Troop on March 24th. Oh, my God. On motherfucking 
2023 because Damn. I'm telling you, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is nothing but satisfaction in the most inter- international, galactic, sensational, like, you can't even make it up type of, like, synergy. Like, this is, like, incomparable to anything I'm gonna you've ever like, I'm going to be like this all night. <laughs> DJ Big Greatness What are we talking about Corv and Matic Bro What else do you need Are you fucking That's a crazy lineup Shitting me What else do you need Nothing else Actually as a matter of fact I don't think I want to go to Anything else for the rest of the year After that Because what's gonna top this I Three don't know Three of about. the best International DJs In probably in New England I'm gonna go ahead and say that DJ Matic just won an award Shout out to him Facts. Corv, you already know how Corv gets down. And Big he facts. don't even have that much time in the game. This nigga's not even really. Yo, good. facts. Shout you know out to Corv. When he gets seasoned for real, for real. It's going to be a, a situation for him. When Corv starts bopping his head and he gets. Oh my. He's great. When he. If he's wearing. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm yeah, so excited. I have to bring him out. Wow. So yeah, yeah, that's gonna be really, really. Just good. don't bring your ass. And then to find me on anything, if you're looking for some dope events or like some good vibes of like events where I'm hosting at, follow my page at Cosmic Productions. And Cosmic is C O S M I Q Productions. And then if you're looking for me personally, because you're trying to slide in my DMs and you're trying to book me, um, oh, okay. um, you can find me at Intuitive Logic. Intuitive spelled traditionally. Logic spelled L O G I Q. Again, L O G I Q. And I have a Haitian flag next to it, so you'll know it's certifiably me. Also, if you need to slide in our DMs, just do that. Yeah, big facts, because what are we talking about? Certify- I'm certified. forever single until someone properly wipes me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Okay, bands, where can the people follow you? At rcam underscore imaging and the real root bands PBD. Period. And you can follow me, um, Christina Sev underscore on instagram c-r-i-s-t-i-n-a-s-e-v and you can check me out on wbru on tuesdays from 12 p.m to 1 p.m shout out to dj franchise shout out to party with rami who is not an official host but she be out there um we're doing a giveaway because we were the highest uh played hour of the week so congratulations to me uh, we'll be doing a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway to district restaurant that is black owned, female owned, or woman owned. I don't know if female is like politically correct anymore. But check me out on WBRU, um, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. every Tuesday. And if you have the app and you downloaded it, shout out to you. And if you don't downloaded it, download it and tune in because I'll be doing a giveaway for those of you that have been supporting every week. So thank you for tuning into the Sparkle Podcast, episode 169. Like, share, and comment, subscribe. and subscribe, baby. We out. You already know. Drink water and pray. What it feel like, what it feel like Like I know I see be for real life, for real life In a my condo, loving up your body in fast and slow-mo If I hit you, it's my combo Can you never ever let me go, dancing Kiss me to the cellula, kiss me to the phone Can't you see I'm into ya, can't you see I'm in love Kiss me to the cellular, kiss me to the phone. Yeah, messing with my medulla, I can't talk alone.